Well, the word is out. The Dodgers are world's champions. It's time for Dodger Baseball. Always, always thank you to the house band Ass Life. <laughs> Lovely work, as always. This is Swing Shift. My name is Ryan Bershinger. He is Bo Benson. Good evening, everybody. And uh, we've got a lot to get to in this show, and we're going to try to uh, how, how do how do people say it in the business? We're going to try to try to cut it down a little bit. You know, brevity is the soul of wit, as they say. So we're trying to you know aim for a a, a, um, a digestible length of time, hopefully under an hour. And if you're looking at your phone right now and it says like an hour 20, obviously we just yeah, that failed. blew that. that. <laughs> we blew by that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we can condense it. Uh, people died, people moved, and nothing else happened. There That's, it is. Uh, yeah. Thanks uh, for tuning in, everybody. Uh, once you sell your GameStop stock, <laughs> just uh, put that back in Doge, as, as I've said. Uh, Doge is back uh, up a good like $17. They, they hit a spike again oh today. Oh, my God. So we're, we're coming, you know, all aboard. Uh, if, if you want to go to the next life on we're, that rocket to Mars, yeah, we're all we're all wolves of Wall Street today. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I'm I'm uh, I'm up like seventy dollars. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. It's really funny, and no one really understands it. Uh, it's it's so funny. Uh, I'm I'm having a blast. Uh, it, it's good that I didn't. You know, I put in like thirty bucks, and I you know I I got like a third of a share when it was at ninety. Oh, I, yeah. Now, now you can go around and buy a couple In and Outs, uh, maybe a meal at Arby's. <laughs> uh, maybe buy a game from Game. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> That's really all it comes down. To. <laughs> um, before we get into Dodger news, we do have a little bit of personal news, a good swing shift news. Because as we were saying, we're trying to condense condense our format a little bit uh, because we're sellouts. Yeah, one hundred percent. Just like with the GameStop uh, stock, like we if we if you give us yeah if you give us money, we will do whatever you want. That's all we ask. Yeah, um, we are whores for attention. Yeah, no one anything anything. A follow on Instagram or Twitter at Swingshift R and B. Those those follows go such a long <laughs> way in in uh, expanding our ego and expanding our platform yeah. ever so slightly. Yeah. We are nothing but sellouts. Um, but on our next episode, which will come very soon after this one, we're going to have a very special guest. Very special guest. Uh, and it's going to be super fun to talk with this person yes. because they're an actual Hall of Fame voter. Ooh, that's a good te- That's what you call it. That's a professional tease. That is a professional that's tease. Really, I'm, oh, getting, I'm getting really good if, at this. Yeah, if there was anyone you wanted to hear weigh in on Kurt Schilling, it would, it would be this person. <laughs> That's hell yeah! It is Kurt Schilling. Yeah. We we, <laughs> we we have some pull. And you know, I yeah, I I, uh, I took the dive and I, I registered for Parlor before it shut down. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I got in touch with Kurt and he's going to join the show. Oh god, we we know some people at Breitbart. So yeah, he's to... he's bringing the bloody sock actually. <laughs> uh, the funny thing is, is like I one hundred percent know people in that circle where if i really really wanted to and really tried things like that could happen but i don't want to yeah and I, that probably wouldn't happen so no, i would never the only thing i would have to say to kurt schilling is to 
eat shit. So we're sellouts, but but not at that level. Yeah, not not yet. <laughs> I'm not that desperate. Um, we want to start off with the. Uh, unfortunate news of the last couple weeks the sad news of the last couple weeks but there's there's uh some fun to be had in there um first off and and because i realized you know i was listening back to our last episode and at at one point like 40 minutes in we're like oh tommy lasorda made it out of the hospital <laughs> he's all good i was listening to that yeah, and like two days later he unfortunately yeah, no, did that's, pass uh, away. that's unfortunate um uh good on us yeah as, sorry as sorry guys we're we're also going to talk about Trevor Bauer later. He's probably just going to sign tomorrow because that's yeah. you know typically how our track record is. But uh, yes, unfortunately, so Tommy Lasorda did pass away, the legendary Dodgers manager. I I personally actually met Tommy Lasorda at one point in my life, and I, I use the term "met" you know with quotes because um, I was like I don't know eight nine years old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I mean, nobody nobody embodied the the spirit of the Dodgers quite like Tommy Lasorda. Uh, everybody who's ever wanted an energetic manager for the team, I've had plenty of friends who my entire life talked about how they didn't like guys like like Don Mattingly and Jim Tracy because they didn't have that energy like Lasorda had, and and they need somebody to really fire up the team like he did. Uh, nobody embodied that spirit more than Tommy Lasorda. Um, when I met him, as I said, I was like eight or nine years old and, uh, I went to see him speak at an event at the Ronald Reagan library. I was with, uh, my grandmother and, uh, my grandmother's best friend. My grandmother's Lynn, uh, her, her best friend is Ruth. So, you know, Lynn and Ruth, good names, dynamic duo. Yeah, that's. (laughs) <laughs> and um, uh, and Ruth brought uh, her grandson and his friend or cousin or so I don't know they might have been related maybe I, I don't remember it's a long time ago now um, so we went to this event because you know obviously like my grandma knew I was I was a big Dodger fan and so this was super special for me like this was awesome it was this nice swanky event at the Reagan Library where where Lasorda came out and like talked to the crowd for like an hour Jesus. um. And then after there was a, a huge dinner in the courtyard, and uh, what I remember most about that night was actually uh, Lasorda was was giving his talk again. I'm like you know nine years old, but uh, Lasorda was killing it. He was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, he was just just Rodney Dangerfield up there just going off. Um, his stories were super funny, and I remember as a kid thinking they were hilarious, and I would laugh at them. And because I, you know, I was with uh, these kids who were, you know, like two years older than me, I wanted them to think I was cool. So I just kind of did whatever they did. I would laugh at his stories and then I would look at my friend, you know, quote unquote friend. Um, I would look at this guy and for whatever reason, it it was as if like Tommy Lasorda like killed his dog at some point. (laughs) This guy, Andrew was his name, refused to not even chuckle at a single thing that Lasorda said to the point where at one point I laughed. I looked at Andrew. He's he's stone-faced. He looks back at me and he shakes his head. So disapproving that I would dare laugh at a story from Tommy <laughs> Lasorda. This is what I remember the most. He ruined it. <laughs> he absolutely he ruined, ruined that night. He ruined uh, <laughs> a shining memory. That's uh, 
Bad job by Andrew there. He insisted on being such an asshole about it. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know what his deal was, but the guy refused, and, and his friend was following his lead. They refused, outright oh. refused to laugh at anything that Lasorda said. They should have been ejected. <laughs> so I had to go along with it because I had to fit in. <laughs> and, uh, you know, whenever I would think about laughing at something, I would look at them. They're not laughing. They're, in fact, they're some for whatever reason mad that I'm laughing. Yeah. So then I had to, you know, subdue myself and pretend as if it wasn't a big deal. Um, Dicks, just horrible. But despite that, uh, Andrew not once but twice that night went up to Tommy on his own and attempted to get an autograph. One of which was immediately after he got off of stage. So good. That's the best time. Lasorda gets off the stage, uh, goes over to a corner. He doesn't really know what to do because, you know, he just kind of got off the stage. He's not sure where to go. And then and Andrew, and I'm following Andrew, and Andrew's got like a poster and he's coming up to Lasorda. He's like, hey, can you sign this? This dickwad of a 12-year-old who <laughs> refused to laugh at anything Lasorda said had the, the gall to go up to Lasorda immediately after his speech and try to get him to sign something. And Tommy's like, hey, at, at dinner, you know, he's kind of flustered. He doesn't know where to go right now. Yeah, um, so nice. then during dinner, I also remember uh, the dinner was lasagna because, of course. because yeah. Lasorda yeah. loves lasagna. And uh, so we interrupted his dinner and asked him to sign that poster. Uh, I didn't get anything signed. I, it was just Andrew. It was all yeah, about Andrew. Yeah, that, uh, Andrew sounds like a dick. He, he was a dick. Yeah. I couldn't ask. I wouldn't be able to ask anybody for an autograph like that. I don't think I could do it. I don't know. I um The, the only time I'm like, I got Steve Garvey's autograph. And that that was in like college. That was like, I wasn't a kid. <laughs> I was kind of an adult. Uh, uh, we had some field level tickets, and we got to the game super early. And and Garvey was like having a conversation with somebody. He was standing in the the, the dugout club area behind home plate, yeah. talking to somebody at field level. And I I think you know I I had a little bit to drink yeah, prior to the game, and so I just I just pulled out my ticket and I waltzed on up to to Steve Garvey. I'm like, hey, you signed this and in the middle of his conversation. He did it. And he was very nice about it. <laughs> So that's how I got Steve Garvey's <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, uh, Lasorda passing is a, a, a huge deal, like a, an absolute legend. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's rough. I mean, he, he's, he was so old. Yeah. It wasn't unexpected, but right. yeah, like, I think my favorite thing after that was that story about him wanting the Dodgers schedule printed on his grave every year or posted on his grave every year just no. so he would still have some connection to the team. That's yeah. He's a, uh, he's the first thing a lot of people think about when they think about the Dodgers. So it's just a tremendous loss. Mm-hmm. Poor guy. Um, and to also bears to mention, uh, Don Sutton also yeah. passed away. Um, maybe the best right-handed pitcher in Dodgers history him and him and Drysdale are probably yeah, probably yeah I mean yeah dude that's just it was a it was a rough month there for the Dodgers and people adjacent yeah Larry King just passing away yeah. you've got the entire complexion of uh, the seats behind home plate are yeah. gonna be completely different now yeah with uh Lasorda no Tommy and, and no King. no Larry King Mary um, Hart's weird yeah oh jeez um <laughs> And Alana Rizzo, uh, who's not dead, she's, <laughs> she's, just, <laughs> she's just moving she's just, on. She's just re- she's she's gone. She's gone. But she's not dead. Uh, which is a shame. Alana is so good. Yeah, no, she was great. 
She's great. A very underappreciated reporter, I feel yeah. like. Um, a, did an excellent job uh, of covering the team on, on a daily basis and uh, always super professional about everything. Got great info from people. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see who uh, who who fills in. Uh, maybe it's us. Yeah, no, we're available. Uh, yeah, no, we're free. Um, you can call us, tweet at us, DM us, whatever. But yeah, we're, I'm available. I'm down. That, that would be a a good idea. You can have a a tag team reporter. (laughs) You have two people. One of us in the dugout, one of us, uh, in the opposing team's dugout (laughs) and just doing everything we can to like ruin their pregame rituals Maybe we leave a helmet laying around and Fernando Tati steps on it on accident. <laughs> we'll ask about some hijinks. <laughs> yeah. When we visit the Mets, ask Steve Cohen how it's going. <laughs> I laugh at Cohen because he's, uh, he's giving me money right yeah. now. So funny. <laughs> I heard you guys, uh, you know, Mets fans, you wanted Trevor Bauer, but uh, some stuff happened with GameStop and, uh, well, you don't get him. So good. I love that. Um, it is, it is unfortunate now. Um, I, I believe Sandy Koufax is the only, yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah. Sandy Koufax is the only living member of the retired numbers at Dodger stadium. That's, that's incredible. Which is, yeah. And, and, and technically Vin, but he doesn't have a number retired. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but, but yeah. And, and I think that that, it's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> It, for for a franchise as historic as the Dodgers, uh, so many people have come through the that that organization in those hallways, and I mean I understand why they do it, but I think it might be time to relax the uh, Hall of Fame requirements for your retired numbers, because there's no reason that like Oral Hershiser shouldn't be enshrined in Dodger history. Yeah, Fernando. Yeah. There's also no reason why Oral's not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. that's the other thing is that, and we'll talk about the Hall of Fame next, but because um, the requirements are are, it's getting tougher and tougher. Yeah, I mean, what? <laughs> Show me one baseball player that hasn't tweeted out the journalist should be executed. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Uh, it's too uh, it's too much. It's too hard. <laughs> Let's lighten those up a little, guys. I mean, like, obviously, I, I think, yeah, Oral should have his number retired. Fernando should have his non- number retired because of what he means to yeah. Los Angeles Turner. as a whole as well. Um, and I think that, yeah, I think there is a good case for Justin Turner's. And and honestly, Andre Ethier, like, it's, yeah. is something that, yeah. that should be explored. Um, but, uh, you know, that's that's a fun conversation for another day. Uh, but now we just had the Hall of Fame vote. Uh, nobody elected. Yep. Integrity, so, uh, integrity saved. Thank God. Yeah. You know, good for us. Yeah. The only, I think it's the only sport that can have a year where it's like the pomp and circumstance of who makes the hall of fame. And then this fucking guy has to trot out on TV and be like, uh, nobody. <laughs> the MLB network had what? Like four or five hours. Yeah. Off f- fucking the, all this coverage. Hall of fame announcement. There you go. All right. Well, uh, Somebody almost got in, yeah. <laughs> but it's the guy you don't like. Yeah. So, uh, well, amazing. Uh, and that's so. Yeah, Kurt Schilling fell. Uh, what sixteen votes shy? Yeah, seventy-one percent. Um, and then he went all. 
what I it was the word it's snowflake the, is yeah one i mean that's one of them it's that thing where it's like someone's like yeah i'm not upset about that but then like you actually listen to what they're saying it's like oh they're really upset about that yeah he's he's mad he's <laughs> he is he is very mad i love that as part of his statement he said i don't think i'm a hall of famer but god damn it take me off of that ballot yeah because you don't think i am either all right. Sure, dude. <laughs> Fine, then. No problem, bro. <laughs> Stupid. Um, and then the latest thing was the, the baseball writers today were like, we're not taking you off. Like, it's, yeah, it's part it's of, not. you're supposed to be on it. Like, you have to be on it. It yeah. follows our rules. And uh, He's probably just going to make it next year. I don't know what. That's the, th- I, I, I think so. I think so. So that that's where, like, I'm looking into Kurt Schilling's numbers more and more. And... As much as I was a big uh, proponent for Mike Mussina getting elected in last year, I thought that was a great thing. And then I went back and looked at his numbers and then looked at Schilling's numbers. And I'm kind of like, okay, well, it is kind of hard to justify one and not the other. Um, Mussina's numbers are incredible because he... He was a perfect model of consistency throughout yeah. his career. Uh, his numbers, which, by the way, reminds me that we didn't mention that Hank Aaron passed away. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of a model of consistency, yeah. the man who the no, back of his it, baseball card is incredible. Just, it was just, I mean, it was just a unbelievable amount of just Hall of Fame baseball players that have passed away oh, in the last God. six months. It's brutal. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's hard, and Hank Aaron is probably the top, you know, sad one to pass. Hank Aaron, despite being, you know, the home run king for such a long time and, you know, whatever yeah. personal views you have, you know, is is in his own way the home run king. Um, he, uh, he still feels underrated to me. <laughs> like, it's incredible. When people talk about the greatest to yeah. ever play baseball, people will mention, like, Willie Mays or... Um, uh, it, people will talk about Babe Ruth if they go down the pure slugger route. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, people, if you want to go more recent, you look at guys like like Ken Griffey Jr. in his peak. You, you can go Mike Trout. You know what have you? Ted Williams. If you go way back, um, nobody ever talks about Hank Aaron as the greatest ever. And I I get it to an extent because his only he only hit at most was like 42 home runs yeah. in a season but he did it like three times and <laughs> one of them he was over 40 years he, old when he yeah did. he's like uh he's like tom brady man he's got like two separate careers yeah that on their own would get you into the hall of fame and exactly put them together yeah no he's uh and i think i i don't know like i don't want to say that part of it is probably due to race but probably part of it's probably due to race um uh, he came up during a time where it was tougher and you know i the the lack of media too at the time would uh not help his case but no it's just uh it's tremendous tremendous loss for baseball as a whole just everywhere his his career high was 47 home runs which he hit as a 37 year old (laughs) he he had 40 home runs as a 39 year old uh, he hit 44 home runs twice. All it's and it, it was in like a pitcher's era, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going from 1954 to 1976, he made 25 All Star teams in 23 seasons, <laughs> which yeah was possible because they used to play two All Star games in in a season. My God. Um, and and his numbers are like they never dip. He he was elite 
offensive production every single season from being a 21 year old to uh, to 39 40 years old like, mm-hmm. like that's that's it's remarkable and 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 people like I don't think fully appreciated just how incredible of a hitter he was, despite the fact that he owned so many records. It's, it's amazing. Um, but back to the hall of fame discussion, like that's what I was thinking. When I look at Mike Mussina's numbers, he was never, uh, the, the best guy in the league at any point, but he was consistently, mm-hmm. he finished top five in Cy Young. Uh, it was like four, four or five times. Um, he never won the Cy Young because he was pitching the same time as Clemens and, yeah. and Pedro, yeah. he was in the same division as those guys, so he was constantly overlooked. Um, even you know the later part of his career when Roy Holiday started to started to pick it up, uh, his his postseason performances aren't spectacular, but he was fine. But it's just the fact that Musina, like he threw two hundred innings almost every season of his career. Yeah, it, it, he he never got hurt, so his his numbers are insane. He had like two hundred seventy something wins, if you <laughs> care about that sort of thing. Uh, so oh, you should, <laughs> you know, I would hope so. <laughs> um, but then looking at Schilling's numbers, uh, his strikeout numbers are better than Musina's. His postseason numbers are spectacular. Mm. Yeah, he threw like four shutouts in the postseason in his career. He won three rings. Um, even the Bloody Sock game might have been fake, but it was still uh, something yeah, no. that people talk about. Yeah, no. I... Um, he got closer to winning Cy Youngs than, than, uh, than Musina ever did. It's hard looking at it now strictly from a, a numbers standpoint i i do think that statistically speaking at this point it is hard to justify having Schilling not be in the hall of fame yeah Lucina no, is I, and i i wouldn't have a problem if either of them are no i i don't think yeah like from a numbers perspective he probably is and from like an impact per- perspective he probably is because like you said the bloody sock game was iconic but like Bob Costas was on a show today and he said it best like Schilling's not in the Hall of Fame because he tweets. Yep. The thing is though and I think people continue to oversimplify this fact. Um people talk about Schilling and they go, "Well, he they don't like him because of his politics." You know, it, it, it just even this morning he was on a national radio show and uh he he talked about like you know, if if uh, if I was a Democrat, I'd be in the Hall of Fame. He's being canceled, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's the dreaded cancel culture. It strikes again. And and to that point, I say it's not his politics. It's the way he goes about. Yeah, them. no, one hundred percent. That's all it yeah. is. It's the fact that he's an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> and he and he hides behind his political views while being an asshole and yeah. claims that hey, I, you know, free speech. I, yeah. this is just it's, my opinion. No, you're being a fucking dick. Yeah. Okay, Mariano Rivera has gone on Fox and Friends and talked about how much he was a friend of Donald Trump, how he respected him, and how he thought he was doing a great job as president of the United States. Mariano Rivera, let me remind you, is the only man to be unanimously selected to the Hall of Fame. So obviously, it's not political. It's not because of his political beliefs. It's because he's an asshole. Yeah, and especially baseball, like... I, I guarantee you that like ninety five percent of the guys in baseball are conservative or lean conservative. Yeah. Like it's not politics. It's I. It's the same thing like with uh, fan bases worrying about their team signing Trevor Bauer. Like I get it. He's a dick. He's weird. 
but he also might be really good at baseball and teams are going to look for that. And that's just how it is. Like, uh, for Dodger fans, like, you know, do you think that Clayton Kershaw is in a conservative? Like he grew up in Texas. Yeah. He's 100%. I promise you, if he's not a Trump guy, he's at least a Reagan guy. So like, you know, at some point you have to separate your political beliefs from these guys. But yeah, Schilling's issue is that he's loud and proud about it. Yeah. That's the issue. And he's a dick. Like he's he's loud, <laughs> proud, and he's a huge ass about it. The the way that Kershaw handled um uh the 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 protests earlier the season though and, and the yeah, way no. that he responded yeah, I, with, with Mookie and everything, I think uh quelled any uh I don't think he, yeah, I don't think he's a I don't think he's a Trump ass. guy, but uh <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he's he's one hundred percent a conservative. Just right. like I imagine most of them are. Right. It's it's baseball. It's it's a majority white sport. What mm-hmm. do you expect? Yeah, exactly. Um, but like, in case you, you're not aware of what Kurt Schilling has done in the past, <laughs> uh, like for example, well, one of the funniest things is he's, uh, possibly, uh, frauded the state yeah, of, no, of Rhode Island. Rhode Island. That's the funniest million dollars. That's the funniest one by far for, uh, for a video game that actually wasn't that bad <laughs> in retrospect. It's not the worst game you could ever make, but, uh, yeah, no, he, defrauded an entire state that's fantastic mm-hmm. um uh, most notably the things that he's tweeted was uh, a picture of a of a man wearing a shirt that said what, rope stool journalist yeah uh or rope uh, something I, like know, that something like that and uh and kurt um tweeted that and said okay this is pretty awesome yeah and to which i remind you um the people who vote for the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame are journalists. That's weird. I <laughs> so can't. They, hold on. I've got to do some math here and figure out why he didn't get voted in. Yeah. So maybe they don't like that. Yeah, that's uh, that's hurting your case there, Shill. Yeah. Um, let alone just the fact that you're advocating for the lynching of anyone. Uh, yeah, again. That that alone is terrible, but also you're, <laughs> you're straight up targeting the exact people <laughs> that are voting you into the Hall of Fame. Um, uh, he also uh, retweeted a, a meme that said something along the lines of five to 10% of Muslims are extremists. Uh, only 7% of Germany liked Hitler. Like, it, it's just like, what? Oh, cool, man. Good, <laughs> good job. And then he said something like the math is simple. And uh, uh, yeah, my favorite one is uh, he's a World War II memorabilia collector, oh, that's right. except it just happens to mostly be Nazi stuff. Yeah. But he's not a Nazi and he's not racist. No. No. Just, you know, collects Nazi memorabilia. They just fascinate him. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's the problem. And look, obviously there are a lot of guys who are in the Hall of Fame that have character issues. Yeah. But there is straight up a character clause in the voting for the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. And we'll talk about that more with our guest on our next episode because I think it's very interesting to get a voter's perspective on how much they do weigh that sort of yeah. stuff. Um, so yeah, look, if, if Schilling gets in next year and he, he might, I mean, granted, you know, you, the latest thing was, uh, he kind of voiced support for the insurrection at the Capitol and to the point where there was a report did, that, that at least one writer wanted to take their, did he back. do, did he say that? Cause he went on that show today and said that he'd never done that. And I, I mean, it would be so unlike Kurt Schilling to lie about something that he said in the past. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, so what we have here is that uh, Kurt Schilling posted on Parler. Oh, yep. <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Uh, it was on the day of the insurrection. Or rather, sorry, it was it was a, a day or two after the insurrection, but it was his first post on Parler in a month. And uh, his post was, It is time, folks. The government, the MSM, and the fact checkers. <laughs> I just think that's funny as, as that's a that's a whole subgroup of those people mother, he hates. those goddamn fact checkers <laughs> it is time folks the government the MSM and the fact checkers comprise the three largest groups of liars in America we are at the crossroads not coming to it or getting near at oh yeah no that's that's one million percent support of what happens so uh, so, and, and there was a report that at least one voter tried to rescind yeah. their vote for him after, uh, after him saying stuff like this, to which I say to that person, did you really not know what his political <laughs> views were prior uh, to then? Yeah, no. Was it really that, that was the straw that broke the game? Yeah, I know. Back? I would, I would ask them, uh, how their coma was <laughs> and if they could remember anything that happened because... Wait a minute. Yeah. You mean the guy with the bloody sock? I thought he was great. <laughs> Give me my vote back. Yeah, no. Um, I'm throwing it Barry Zito's way instead. <laughs> Barry Zito did get a vote, which is funny. Let's go, man. Um, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll go more in depth about stuff with the Hall of Fame vote with our, with our guest on the next episode because there's a lot of interesting thoughts we have there in terms of uh, – uh, not only this year's ballot, but next year's ballot. I think with A Rod being on it, it's going to get super weird. Yeah. Um, and it's then, time, man. It's yeah. time. Just let all the cheaters in. Just do it all at once. <laughs> Just uh, rip that bandit off. Not only A Rod, but David Ortiz is on it next year. And the problem there is like people like both of those guys, but they also were both actually punished for PGD. Yeah. So yep. uh, that, that'll be fun. Um, also, I want to ask like, uh, the process of becoming a Hall of Fame voter, uh, you know, what sort of criteria he, he uses, and um, uh, they <laughs> they, they use. Uh, I'm, just, I'm assuming things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, uh, and um, and and I want to talk about current players that are headed to the Hall. Players that are yeah. playing right now. Obviously, there's obvious ones, but I want to know like. Is Mookie Betts a surefire Hall of Famer right now? Is uh, is Cody Bellinger on a track to the Hall of Fame? Is Corey Seager on track to the Hall of Fame? I mean, yeah, I think Cody is. Look, there's 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 only one thing he's missing from his resume, which is insane because he's so young. But yeah, now that'll be a fun conver- conversation. Whew. It's gonna be fun. Um, but we're talking about Kurt Schilling. So speaking of asshole pitchers, uh, <laughs> so Trevor Bauer has <laughs> been. <laughs> Uh, the uh, the stove continues to occasionally ignite for Trevor whenever he decides he wants it to. Yeah, he sends out a tweet or something, and he's like, "Yo, guys, check out my new Fortnite blog." <laughs> and you've got like millions of people watching it to see if he like is wearing a hat in the background of the video or something like that. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> uh, my girlfriend and I are, are watching American Vandal right now. Did you ever watch? Oh yeah, no, I one? love. Oh, yeah, I love that so show. So good. Um, I, I I only have watched season one. I've never got around to watching season two. But season one is one of my favorite things yeah, that's no, ever been made on TV. It's fantastic. Um, and the the history teacher Kraz, he kind of he he's reminding me of Trevor <laughs> Bauer because when they first introduce him, he's like he's the he's the cool teacher yeah. who's like 
tweeting about how boring class is and lets his kids like uh use their phones in class and there's a there's a clip that they play of him where he like tweeted out a clip of him and it's a snapchat video of him on a hoverboard and he's 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 smoking a cigar and as he passes the camera he goes yolo and i'm like there he is that's trevor bauer for you oh man (laughs) so um, it, it is so funny. Whenever Bauer tweets anything, now everyone goes, "This is getting old." Please just tell us where you're. Yeah, going. no. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe he's going to the Mets. Like they the traded only- Stephen Matz today. Yeah, but it's either the Mets or the Dodgers, right? Those are the only two teams that make any sense because the Angels are out. Because apparently he hates Mickey Calloway, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the most like tailor-made free agent for the Angels in years, oh, and they can't—he won't sign with them because he hates their pitching coach. <laughs> oh, stupid! Look, I—I've given my thoughts on Trevor Bauer last time. That hasn't changed. I—I I am one of the—the—I'm the fan base that Bo mentioned earlier that uh, will get triggered if they sign yeah. Trevor Bauer because I think he's an <laughs> asshole. Um, like I don't like you can look into uh, the stuff that Bauer has done on social. Media. He's 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 not good. No, it's, no. Not, it's <laughs> not good. It's not good, folks. Uh, the the uh, the one girl that tweeted uh, my least favorite baseball player is Trevor Bauer. Uh, Bauer then tweeted at her, I believe, ten to twelve times over the span of the next twenty four hours. Yeah. Uh, making fun of anything and everything he could about her, thereby sending legions of his followers to also do the same thing to her. Um, like, why? There's no reason for that as a professional well, ball player. Yeah, he's a. Uh, well, I mean, rumor has it that he's very socially awkward. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it seems that way. Garrett Cole bullied his ass when he was at UCLA, and so uh, he's not feeling it. I don't. I just. But also, I will. I will say that he did win the Cy Young last year, and he yeah. he might be very good. And if he does come to the Dodgers, it's probably like on a one year deal anyway. So. And that's. I would do that. I yeah. Would, if it's a. If it's one year, even like thirty five, forty million, whatever. Um. I kind of hope he does that wherever he signs. Yeah. I want him to do that one year gigantic deal. And then just have it blow up in his face. <laughs> <laughs> and he just shits the yeah, bed. It, to, to me, it seems like he's either going to get like a one or two year deal from the Dodgers or like a four or five year deal from the Mets. Yeah. And I, I don't, I really do think that it's going to come down to like location for someone like him. Mm-hmm. And the Mets are not, and he's mentioned before how he wants to be part of like a forward thinking or, organization. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Mets are quite there yet. Um, because last I checked, their GM was sending like explicit text messages yeah. to a female reporter. What so the fuck, dude. Yeah, that's uh, sixty four. Was it sixty three? Sixty something. Like that. Uh, it's at least sixty straight unanswered text messages yeah, that's, to a female that's, reporter. That's psychopath behavior right there. It, and it was like over the span of a couple months, right? Like it yeah. was. But and and I thought about this, and like. If you if you look at that, like there's no good way to frame that. It's straight up bad. Like it's just straight up fucking stupid. You can't, for uh, one. You can't go to Steve Cohen and be like, look, man, okay, so here's what happened. <laughs> I just think it's funny, like that's now back to back seasons where the Mets have had to trash an executive or a manager because of outside shit they did that yeah. 
they like don't even get to participate with the team. Like, uh, the bandwagon and stuff now just pales in comparison. Yeah, no. it's just him saying like, uh, "Rob doesn't get it." To this guy just straight up harassing a woman, yeah, and then just capping it off with a dick pic. Very Mets. Um, it's so on brand. It hurts. Yeah, men like what the fuck? <laughs> like, uh, like two. If you get two straight unanswered messages, stop. Fellas. Just stop. Fellas, okay? knock, it, knock it off, man. Okay. Even even two, I feel like, can push it. If you get one unanswered message, you leave it alone. Maybe maybe if you want to check in, I don't know, if something weird happened with the phone or anything, maybe. But even then, two is, is even yeah. pushing it. Hmm. Uh, over 60 <laughs> you are an absolute <laughs> asshole and you a fucking problems. psychopath yeah you have problems bro because like even like when i first heard it i'm like okay well how how it was a span over a couple months and i was trying to figure out like but if it's in a span of a day he he's 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 crazy yeah no he's unhinged <laughs> if if it's the span of a couple days it's 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 uh creepy and if it's a span of a couple months, you're you fucking lost it. <laughs> I don't I don't know how else to put it. Like you're you're just being a dick. Imagine <laughs> he may have missed some text messages from Trevor Bauer because he was so right. <sighs> he was so wrapped up. Yeah, and I just not getting responses. Yeah, I I don't know. As weird as Trevor Bauer is, I don't know if he wants to be part of like the first organization where Steve Cohen's going to go on Twitter and be like, "All right, guys, who should start the next game?" <laughs> And, you know, like, puts up a poll. It is forward thinking, though. Yeah. It's kind of... (laughs) I just... Yeah, one year, 35 mil, 40 mil, whatever. I I would do it. They have a ton of money coming off the books next year. Yeah. You could put Gonsolin or May in the pen. Mm -hmm. Just do it and be legends, man. Yeah, I mean, fine. Like, I just... God. I just want, you know, I'm just thirsty for action. Yeah. I'll, I'll take him. I won't be happy about it. I will. I will be a dick about it. I, I will. I will heckle that man anytime that I get a chance to. But uh, <laughs> but if he wins, like, god damn it, typical men. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, but let's 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 look at a a brighter light that could play for the Dodgers uh, again, rather, uh, Justin Turner. Okay. Cause, yeah. cause, uh, cause he's our only option. <laughs> no, there's, this is like, it's the most stupid, uh, stupid, like dance ever. Like the team obviously needs him back. He obviously shouldn't go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I would be stunned if he actually ended up anywhere, but the Dodgers, like, especially at this point, like what I know, like, the the Brewers were quoted as a legitimate suitor, but come on, I I can't. I've I'm thinking about the fact that this off season I've learned that I think only eight teams remain in Major League. Yeah, baseball. no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so the Brewers aren't one of them because they haven't done anything. Uh, so no, I'm not. I'm not buying that that Justin Turner is going to go to the Brewers. I I think. Yeah, has anybody spent money except for the Yankees, Mets, and Blue Jays? And I mean, technically Padres. Yeah, they haven't like, yeah, but um, that that's yeah more so in trade capital. Uh, I, the Phillies re-signed yeah. Yamamoto. All all major markets. So yeah, yeah. You can't. You're not going to convince me that the fucking Milwaukee Brewers are gonna <laughs> f- fucking throw money at Justin Turner. <laughs> um, 
because when when I was thinking about our next episode last week, I was like doing research on Marcus Simeon and being like, all right, well, you know, I guess Thank God, <laughs> we're going to do a whole bit on Marcus Simeon. We don't have to now. Yeah. Um, a, a long story short, um, he yeah he put up great numbers in 2019, but his his peripherals, his his deeper numbers in terms of like hard hit rate, yeah. and uh, and just solid contact in general were shockingly low uh especially for a guy who who put up the offensive production he did in 2019 even that year he was still in the mid 40 percentile of hard hit rate he was around there again in 2020 and his numbers dipped dramatically um his his defense also is is a questionable yeah and super aided by uh playing next to matt chapman yeah yeah um so i i kind of like I, I talked myself into being, like, fine with – and not talked myself into – look, he's, he's still a solid player. Like, he would have been totally fine to add, but I wanted him to come along with Justin Turner yeah. and be more of a replacement for Kike, who, congratulations, Kike, you got yourself a contract. You get to go to the Red Sox now and hopefully play every day. Yeah, I'm I'm bummed about that one. I think that's going to be a bigger loss than people realize, especially because he only signed for $7 mil, mil a year. Yeah. And it's like, I get it, like, there's not really a starting spot here, but, man. good. I, but, yeah, good for him. I'll miss him. I'll, I'll genuinely miss him. And there's a lot of big Dodger moments that don't happen without him. Um, Yeah, I mean, geez. His, he has so many huge moments in the postseason <laughs> don't, that people completely forget yeah, you about. Yeah, really, you really don't think about it. Um, obviously, his three-homer game in the clincher in the NLCS was awesome. Um, he had a, a tying home run in one of the World Series games, correct? Yeah, I think so. Um, or he had a, and I think he had a, a tying home run in the NLCS too. Yes, maybe that's the one we're thinking of. Yeah, yeah. One one that that's overlooked too in World Series Game Two in 2017, the the day when um, uh, hell opened up. Yes. Uh, th- he he had the hit that tied the game in the bottom of the tenth. And that people completely forget about that. He with two outs, he came up and hit a base hit to the right side that that scored Chris Taylor from second base um, against a right hander too. Yeah, which is so Kike was huge. Yeah, uh, across multiple postseasons and constantly forgotten about uh, in terms of his his postseason performance. Yeah. When everyone thinks about yeah. him, they think about how much they, they love his personality and he mashes lefties, but he was actually a, a very strong I'll contributor. Miss, I'll miss his ownership of Madison Bumgarner that, as well. Yes, that's right. Yeah. He, 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 <laughs> when you had to bat key yeah. to clean up because <laughs> Mad Bum was pitching that day yeah. or your lead off and just have him. Oh, God, that's so funny. <sighs> Damn. Well, yeah, pour one out, man. When Mad Bum gets traded to the Yankees this uh, at the deadline, I think uh, Kike will get to yeah. <laughs> Yankees or the Blue Jays. That would make sense too. Um, but speaking of the Yankees, actually, uh, DJ LeMahieu was the option that we talked about as yeah. well in length, and uh, one we really wanted. Bye bye. Um, nope, goes back to the Yankees six years, ninety, which million. is just like the Justin Turner stuff. Like he was never leaving. Yeah, I yeah. don't think, um, especially since like. I that dollar amount for six years is is kind of low. Yeah. Uh, but that's where I think that he was prioritizing the length of the contract over yeah. the the money in the later seasons. Um, it, I don't think the Dodgers would have done that. No. It, it, or at least like the best they could have done was match it. They weren't going to offer him more money. No. They would have they would have gone six years for ninety million because of the lower AAV on that, but. Um, if the Yankees were offering that, they weren't going to. No, he them. wasn't going to leave. Yet. No. So, 
Uh, have fun, DJ. Well, that's the last time we'll probably ever talk about you. So <laughs> uh, that's uh, good for them. But yeah, so that leaves us basically with Justin Turner or a slew of, of trade market options. But um, and they still could. They could they they could yeah, still I mean, easily trade for Chris Bryant. Yeah, we could wake up in the morning and see Justin Turner is signed with the Brewers, and then they're kind of going to have to do something like that. Yeah. Because uh, they're not going to go into the season with Edwin Rios as their only third base option. No. That's not happening. And then that would really uh, – I mean, I think we've said it before, but the DH thing is really holding up the offseason. Yeah. Because if there was any certainty on the DH, then I think Ozuna would be a Dodger already. Oh, God, yeah. Because he's the exact profile of what they want out of a hitter right now. That, but I there's would just – There's nowhere to put him in the, the outfield unless yeah. you put him in the corner. But I think they value outfield defense too much. You think you could play first? <laughs> <laughs> Move Muncy to third. It's just weird. God. Uh, no. Um, God, yeah, it would be really nice. It, and, of course, like the latest thing on the Universal DH was that the owners are kind of holding that over yeah. the players' heads as long as they get so an expanded stupid. postseason. And the players are like, don't you guys want a universal DH as well? Like, yeah. Why, why are you holding it as ransom when it would help all of us? Yeah. I I think that there's a universal DH before the season starts. It just makes too much sense. Yeah. There's no – nobody wants to see a pitcher hit. No. That's stupid. No. Kill him. How many, how many moments in the Dodgers postseason would have been ruined by a pitcher coming up to bat? <laughs> oh. oh, God. Uh I guess the last note on player movement, well, a couple more things. Uh, Alex Wood is also now gone. Yeah. Um, he's gone to the Giants. So, Trader. Yeah, oh, fuck him. T-R-A-D-E-R. Uh, we were, we were the, the uh, biggest supporters of Alex Wood, so I'm personally offended. Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. I hope he's bad again. He seems to stink everywhere but here, so. Uh, yeah. And if he's good, he'll just get traded. Yeah, exactly. Line. I mean, he's getting traded either way, so it don't matter. <laughs> He might just get traded back here. Yeah. Um, and this follows, like, I. it doesn't surprise. Zaidi, like, definitely does target guys in general, and that's why we had them with the Dodgers. And then he kind of, like, yeah. like the first guy he got once he took the, the Giants job was Connor Joe, who was, like, a real <laughs> five <laughs> guy who was in the Dodgers that. organization for a hot second, and they desperately needed an outfielder. So, uh yeah, so he snagged up Connor Joe. I think. <laughs> I mean, the report came out today linking Jock to the Giants, and I think yeah. that makes a ton of sense. He'll yeah. probably end up there. Yeah, uh, he's you know he's he, from the Bay Area. From the Bay Area, and which which uh, reminds me of a fun tidbit about Jock Peterson. So his senior year of high school, uh, he his numbers he caught thirty passes, uh, six hundred fifty yards, nine touchdowns as a as a wide receiver. As a wide receiver for um, football, he. Uh, his player B, uh, his teammate, his numbers were 25 catches, 484 yards, seven touchdowns, and uh, his teammate player B was, of course, Devontae Adams. Yeah, sure. Nobody. He's not 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 a definitely not a top five wide receiver, which makes you think how good could Jock could have been if he'd uh, just stuck with football. Damn, that's wild. Um, now Jock was like super athletic, especially in the minors, which is too. just so. <laughs> So funny. <laughs> <laughs> like he was a 30-30 guy, and then yeah. you know, we all thought, like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, like, no, it was off. the uh, 
Puig was like the exciting exciting guy that you wanted to come up, but Jock was like, okay, this guy's actually an everyday major league player. Yeah. And uh, he was not, but, you know, <laughs> I love Jock. Uh, if he leaves, when he leaves, I'll miss him. A powerful platoon bat with, uh, also with great postseason moments. Oh, yeah. Jocktober uh, was a real thing. Yeah. Anyone that denies it is just, it's like denying science at this point. Yeah. He he should be uh, uh, honored with the 2017 World Series MVP. As, oh, yeah, 100%. You know, if baseball would do the right thing and retroactively reward it to the Dodgers, I mean, there's still time, Rob. You can set it right. No. He won't do it. And, of course, uh, you know, Devontae's uh, numbers in the NFL now don't matter. Yeah. Oh man. Just a a a reminder to our listeners. I am in fact a a Packers fan. I am a a stockholder. I'm a share owner. I I I'm an owner. Always. They always are. I'm an owner of the Packers. They always Um, are. So So like when Aaron Rodgers gets traded, do they have to talk to you first or (laughs) do they have to run that by you? I have to pay that fifty million (laughs) dollar cap hit just to trade the best quarterback Uh, in football. That's right. Um uh, I, yeah, well, I don't know. Matt was ignoring my phone calls when I was yeah, telling him to go for it. That's tough, man. Yeah, fourth you know. and goal, um, which, by the way, is another example of people completely misunderstanding analytics and just yeah, no, throwing I, that word onto anything yeah, they don't I understand. Was, I was talking to a friend, and like, I don't care what the math says about like what the score is and what you should, what you should do if... I, I just don't care at that point because you don't give the ball back to Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, wh- what are we doing here? Yeah. If you're either going to go – they kick the field goal and they roll it down five. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, why if, if it's fourth and goal uh, and you don't get it, then Brady still has to go, like, 99 yards or whatever it is instead of, you know, whatever shorter field they gave him. But also, like – I don't know why Rodgers didn't run it on that third down. He should have. He had so yeah. much room in the flat. He would have scored. Yeah. Rodgers didn't play a, a, a excellent game. No. He, he, he played good. He did play well. And there were some, like, Devontae missed a wide yeah, open that, pass in the end zone. There was zone, a couple drops. And they, they I, did not. Uh, yeah, I just, I just think, I don't know. It's tough. And it's probably my most casual opinion. But, like, Aaron Rodgers has cried for so long about not having home field advantage in the in the playoffs. And then to finally get your home field NFC Championship game and you you lose like that, yeah, that's not a good look, man. Yeah, that was that was. Uh, I mean, they they really lost because of the the last minute of the first half. Yeah, which yeah um, that that fucking what, did uh Greg Williams get to right, do a, call a play exactly? Is it make a wish? I I I know just from playing Madden that uh, you don't do a, a single safety in man coverage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On an obvious hail mary. Play. Oh man! You're you're giving you're giving literally Tom Brady exactly yeah. what he wants with I, single coverage downfield. Like it's yeah. uh, bullshit. Tom Tom Brady in one year has as many NFC championship ga- championships as Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees, which is ah, uh, uh, it's fine. It's put fine. That, but, put that bandaid back on, man. The funny thing is, though, is is the just really quickly with the not going for it on fourth and goal analytically speaking actually the odds of winning that game would have been higher if they had gone for it yeah like it's it the the numbers actually did say to go for it yeah. 
but people didn't understand why he was kicking the field goal there and assumed, oh, well, analytics are telling him that that yeah. it, it's better no, to try and just... get the ball back. No, they were not. So stop it. It's that the same. Just, yeah. No, that was just a very that was a very green moment from a young yeah. head coach. It, it's the same as as Blake Snell. Like, it, it, yes, there are. Absolutely, we know the numbers about pitchers facing in, uh, in order the third time through. Yeah. But analytics were not telling you to take Blake Snell out in that situation. I mean, we'll see. Uh, we'll see this year. I think. Yeah. The race could <laughs> be vindicated. Um, but you know, of course, a- as we have mentioned before, Jace Tingler definitely will never ever use his bullpen. He definitely doesn't have a quick hook. Uh, he definitely hasn't made more pitching changes than anybody in the last year. Uh, so, is Jace Tingler a real name? You know, <laughs> is that uh, actually that's actually the Padres manager, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Wow, dude, I totally forgot. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have I I gave the Padres like one quick thought this off season and then moved on. Jace Tingler owns a, a motorcycle bar, actually. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> that's, that's, that's a. Is he married to Lauren Bobbert or whatever her name is? <laughs> uh, he has a bumper sticker you know what, that though? says, "You can't take my guns away." One- <laughs> Before we uh, before we move on from player movement or wrap up or whatever mm-hmm. we're doing, uh, I would like to mention: Did you see that uh, reporter say that the Yankees had an, a a deal for Luis Castillo or whatever from oh, the Reds? Right. Yeah, and then like pass in or somebody was like, "No, <laughs> no, they fucking." And then don't. the guy was like, "No, I simply said that it was agreed to from the Yankees side," which is the funniest <laughs> fucking thing, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure like I'm sure the Dodgers have agreed to a trade for Mike Trout on their side, but yeah. the issue is that the other side also has to agree to it. So like <laughs> Oh, I thought that was so fucking funny. I love when reporters get into bitch fights. God. Mr. Cashman, would you like to acquire Luis Castillo? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Oh I'm gonna go God, let me go tweet happening. this out real quick. <laughs> and Clint Frazier's definitely going to be in it because <laughs> any trade that involves the Yankees will have to uh, include Clint Frazier. Um, one quick fun thing I want to note, cause we're a Dodgers podcast and, and we want you to remember that we're legitimate and we know a lot. Um, the, uh, the international free agent class, uh, closed just recently. The Dodgers did very well. They got the top shortstop in the class and yeah. Wilman Diaz. Um, they got some, some, some interesting names like, uh, a pitcher, Michael Vilchez, uh, shortstop rain dunk on. Jesus Christ! Yeah, we're gonna have to. Yeah, we're gonna have to have uh, (laughs) have have future Dodgers back on the show to correct this grammar here. Oh God! Um, Yeah, Wilman Diaz was the number three uh, international free agent uh, out of Venezuela. Is that the guy they pulled away from the Yankees? I believe so. Yeah. Yes. Um, (laughs) Score one for the little guys. Yeah, he's he's seen with an incredibly high ceiling. I believe he's like seventeen. Yeah. Um. So that will be fun in 2026 yeah uh 27 maybe if we're still here who knows they could be the they could be the moon rock dodgers at that point (laughs) uh well i mean we're all going to the moon because of uh the money that we have yeah yeah i mean um yeah a lot of a lot of interesting names there did we just prove that we're we're very educated yeah 100 percent. i mean if we know about international free agents not many people do no I can't believe Tanaka went back to Japan. Is is that what yeah, officially that's, happened? Yeah, that's I. It's that's what was reported. He's going back to the Golden Eagles or whatever. That's weird. Yeah. I I mean like, wouldn't wouldn't you take a flyer on him? Or it's yeah. not like he's been bad for the Yankees either. No. Like, 
Also, Tough scene. again, like w- w- since when did twenty-two major league teams just drop yeah. out of the league? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, like uh, it's not like the Cubs just traded like four starters yeah. away. They definitely don't need pitching. I'm sure like the Mariners could use them. Yeah. Maybe the Angels. You know, yeah. maybe maybe the Angels. <laughs> isn't this like? Isn't this what we thought was going to happen though? Like, a bunch of yeah. teams are going to get scared and not want to spend money and. Yeah, that's 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 exactly what we're seeing. This is we had talked about how this offseason was going to be interesting and weird and fascinating. And I think because only a couple teams have been hoisting up the entire free agent market, we think like, oh, damn, it's really been popping off. But everybody's going to this. Half the people have gone to the Blue Jays. <laughs> like half of the league, which let me remind you that the Blue Jays didn't have a fucking home last year. They they played in Buffalo. God, they, yeah. they weren't able to go back to their home country ever. And they're spending more than anybody else. And, and I, I'm very intrigued. I think the Blue Jays might actually like get a wild card spot next season. Oh I, I, yeah, I would I would hope so. They do have a very strong lineup now. Again, adding they're the perfect destination for Semyon because they have uh, all these all a lot of young talent, and they get this guy who's who's coming in strictly to to reestablish his value. Yeah. Um, you have. Uh, <laughs> did you see? Did you see like what the what the A's offered him? No. I think I was reading it was like a one year seventeen million dollar deal or something like that, <laughs> but ten million of it was deferred in one in ten one million dollar payments. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's fucking embarrassing. God, it's like you're buying a, a Time Life uh, <laughs> uh, soft rock hits of the seventies. <laughs> um, <laughs> damn, poor guy. Uh, but but that's good. I mean, eighteen million. It's a it's a nice a nice paycheck and. The Jays also adding Robbie Ray is is a, a very intriguing piece to add to that rotation, uh, retaining him after they traded for him, and uh, they got Ross Stripling. Right, <sighs> watch out! Thank God. <laughs> uh, how 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 busy do you think Ross Stripling's been these last couple of days? Getting texts from his teammates like, "What does this mean?" <laughs> so I should buy GameStop stock. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He was the. Um, the financial guru of record. And then, uh, yeah, just adding Stephen Matz tonight as well, I think yeah. is a good... Springer, but yeah. no one cares. Yeah. And Whatever. obviously, yes, they add George Springer to a lineup that already had, you know, you're getting a full season out of Vlad Jr., Bo Bichette, Kevin yeah. Biggio, Lourdes Guriel. Um, they, I, yeah, no, I think the Jays are going to be a rather strong team. They also added Aaron Loop, I believe, from, uh, from the Rays. No, and, I think the Mets did. That, he went to the Mets. Yeah. You see, I that's I I assume there's only four teams. Yeah. Left. There's so much. Yeah. They they're only going to these teams. So yeah, yeah it was the Mets. Uh, that's all right. Yeah. That's why the Dodgers need to do something so we can just complete the circle. <laughs> God, please. Okay. I I think we're we are uh, we are approaching the witching hour. Um, Closing time. <laughs> we are actually reaching the point where we promised you we're going to keep this under an hour, and God damn it, we stick to our promises. Yeah, no, we don't ever break those things. Um, it's not like we're clearly pushing it right now, but <laughs> um, you know, we do what we can. Yeah, I mean, we're really just we're just poking the Dodgers with a stick, saying, "Come on, do something. Come on, do something." Please. Um, yeah, again, as uh, per usual, Trevor Bowers is going to sign tomorrow morning and we're going to yeah. throw this entire episode Yeah, out. no, that's... Um, um, or we could just record, you know, 
And then if Bauer signs, we'll be like, oh my God, Trevor Bauer signed. And if he doesn't, we'll be like, well, fuck that guy. Who cares? <laughs> Just, you know, it's like Clue or whatever. Good. Good. Please. Multiple multiple endings for a podcast. All right. Well, um, until next time. Hey, uh, Ass Life, go ahead and play us off. That is the house band, Ass Life. <sighs> so good. It sounds so good. We love them. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, as always, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SwingShiftRNB. Uh, we've got a special guest coming on just in a couple days. Uh, unless we don't, unless, uh, you know, shit falls apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, there's one thing, if there's one thing I've learned over the last year, it's that everything always goes exactly how it's supposed to. It's all right. We're all, I'm, I'm going to make a lot of money off of GameStop. So it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. And then AMC and then Nokia. That's, that's yeah. the... I heard Nokia's Blockbuster was getting involved in this too yeah, now. The BB liquidation. <laughs> yeah, the liquidation account of, of Blockbuster's funds. Oh. Um, yeah, no. Uh, Nokia is going to... I'm I'm sitting here investing in Nokia in the year 2021. Well, you know, they stock. make durable phones. So apparently apparently 5G is actually uh, causing some some experts to, you know, say, "Hey, you know, hey, Nokia, Nokia. Might, <laughs> be, might be coming back." You can use your 5G phones at AMC. <laughs> while you uh, play on your stuff from GameStop. Yeah. It's genius. I don't think Aslife started playing yet, so let's remind them. Uh Aslife, go ahead and play us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, well, thank you so much for checking us out, as always. Uh, until next time, uh, spread love, not not hate. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>